We're going to turn now to the coroner's service which operates through the country's network of coroner's courts and which serves the very important function of determining the cause of death in the case of anyone who dies suddenly. There have been calls for reform of the coroner's court for a couple of decades now and this week the Oireachtas Joint Committee on Justice published a report and a number of recommendations for the future of the system. I'm joined now by Dr Dennis McCauley who's coroner for Donegal. Good afternoon Dr McCauley. Good afternoon, Colin. And lest anyone mix up the coroner with the state pathologist, can you just map out the role of what the coroner is and what the coroner does? The coroner, there are 34 coroners in Ireland and they look after 37, 30, 39 districts. We, are, we investigate um, the sudden and unexplained deaths. We are independent judicial officers. Half of us are solicitors and half of us are actual doctors. We don't perform the actual PMs. But... Up, 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 approximately 70 to 80 percent of all deaths are we we actually investigate them to some extent that's 17,000 deaths per year in Ireland and we are contacted about these deaths day and night and you know at any time of the day we then will try and assess to see what further investigations are done so that we can issue it uh, so that a death cert can be issued and a cause of death can be found and their death can be investigated about 40 percent of that 17,000 will have a post-mortem and then a much smaller proportion of that may be 15%. So we actually help the we help the criminal justice system work. We help the health services work. We we are we we do a, a job in in the background. And as you say, quite a lot of people don't really understand what we do. But it is a very important duty. And and just the the, the volume of work has gone up, as I understand it, over the last while. So did this latest Joint Oireachtas Committee report? I don't know whether you've had a chance to go through it, but in your yeah. own estimation about the service, what needs to be kept and what needs to change? Oh, I think I think the first thing to realise is we do a really good job. I think that, you know, if, if at any stage of, of the day or night today, if, if there's a sudden death, the coroner is, is at the end of a phone and is able to make a quick a quick decision on the on the on the on what to do if if somebody dies whether we can release the body to the family whether we need to hold the body to do a post a, a postmortem so we have to keep that it's really important that we do that because we do it very well we've been assessed internationally and found that we're, we're a very um, robust service but then we also are a very family family centered service we meet families of the actual bereaved we explain why their their loved their loved one dies so i think we have to keep that i think it's recognized that it's a totally under uh, resource service. I think it, it costs 2.5 million euros f- to run the whole service uh, for all, all of Ireland. It's a very small service. We need to be, we need re- reform. We need funding. The government over the last three years, three minister for justice, have promised us uh, a, a, a some money back that that was taken off us during the financial emergency. That has never arrived, even though it has been promised on three occasions. So we need funding. But more importantly, I think in the reform process, I think it is very important that the people who are making decisions on the reform process understand what we do. I have great fears that even even the actual committee from the joint from from the joint committee on justice, I it. it sort of I get the feeling that the understanding of what we do didn't really come through there there they were very keen on on recommendations being being acted on uh, from the corner I think that is very good they were very keen on giving us more money or even giving us the money that they promised us back but I think that their concentration on juries and on verdicts show that they don't really understand how a coroner works and the vast majority of the work we do behind the scenes so I would I would just say that we 
do a really good job. We need funding. Right. We need the, the money that we need back. But more importantly, with the reform, make sure that we do not reform it to a glittering service that doesn't actually deliver what we're already delivering. All right. You mentioned their recommendations. We'll, we'll come to um, the, the money issue just in a moment. But when a coroner makes a recommendation about, say, a dangerous stretch of road, if they have uh, come across deaths on a particular stretch of road, or if somebody has died in circumstances that the coroner believes was preventable or avoidable, what happens to the coroner's recommendations at this stage? Unfortunately, not an awful lot in, in, in a main way. We do write to the actual services, to the to the to the county council in uh, in uh, relation to that 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 part of the road that you were chatting about. We t- we we we, re- we write to the um, departments and we'll get an acknowledgement back. But not not there isn't a guarantee that anything happens. Now, the judicial committee said we should publish these and we should have it on a website. I don't think we even need to go that far. I think the two thousand and five um, um, bill that, that came through the, uh, the that was that was proposed basically I think all we really need to do is that if we send a recommendation to a state body that they acknowledge that but within a within a prescribed time they write back to us and explain whether they're going to act on that or not and give us reasons accordingly so at times we think we're howling at the moon maybe because these recommendations we send very if you look at the if you look at if people can recall back to the inquest into um, Sneed Halla 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 by 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 Kieran um, McLaughlin. He came up with very solid. He was a very good in in inquest. Had great recommendations, and they weren't acted on for a while. And 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 we do concern that we do good work, but at times the good work that we fi- the good facts that we find aren't acted on. So I think they should be acted on. Yes. Right. And have you ever had the experience of having made a recommendation and then come across a situation where somebody has died? In, in the same circumstances as previously? Yes, I do. I do. Uh, unfortunately, there are uh, instances where that occurs and it does vex and worry me that that does happen. All right. Dr. Dennis McCauley, GP and coroner for Donegal, many thanks for giving us that insight and for joining us here this afternoon. Uh, my panel is still here with me in studio. Uh, Martin Hayden, it's a non-adversarial fact-finding forum. It's busier than ever. Why is it taking decades to make it work better? Um, yeah, well, look, you know, Dr. Uh, McCauley has outlined there very well what they do. Uh, the fact that coroners are statutorily independent in their functions is really important. And, um, you know, the Minister for Justice, as well as receiving the uh, report from the Justice Committee, um, it, it, that will feed into an overall review and reform programme that is currently underway. Uh, the Minister for Justice has launched a wide-ranging consultation process um, to inform the development of proposals for comprehensive change they're two-pronged. One is talking to uh, people whose family members they've lost, who have been through the process to get their lived experience. And the second then is from the coroners themselves and people who work in agencies who deal with them. But under your own brief, for example, the farm safety record is, is often something that comes to public attention. There's a week for awareness on it every year. Coroners, have they made recommendations in that area that are have yet to be acted on, do you know? Uh there's not maybe there might be in relation to a specific one none that I'm aware of on, on a broad scale look we're very aware of the challenges around farm safety I, I can talk about that all day and unfortunately farming is the most uh, dangerous profession in the whole country and a farmer is seven times more likely uh, to lose their life in a farm safety incident there's a number of contributing factors to that we okay. are making progress in, in terms of um, 
the, the, the overall numbers and driving them down but one debt is one too many but in, in terms of if a specific recommendation was made it would have been brought okay. to, right. I, I, just very briefly what the um, Dr Macaulay was talking about there about the restoration of FEMPI cuts we've seen talks ongoing on the barristers uh, campaigning to have the FEMPI cuts lifted what about the coroners? Look, I think it's very clear from what Dr. McCauley has said that, of course, the, more resources are needed, um, but there needs to be structural reform as well. And that's been really clear from what he said. And what I heard uh, Dr. McCauley say was, yes, let's look at the financial piece, but that's not the only piece here. And he's clearly outlined what's there. And that's why the minister's public consultation process will be so important okay. to get David, all of those pieces. David Cullinan, on those two points, the... Um the binding or non-binding nature of a coroner's recommendation, number one, and restoring the FEMPI cuts to coroner's number two. What's your position on both of them? Well, I think that the, the main recommendations coming from the Oireachtas uh, Committee's report was that we would establish a, a central coroner service and have a chief coroner's office. And that would bring a level of coherence to deal with all of those issues, consistency, that pay issue as well, the recommendations that come from a coroner. So you might have an accident, a road traffic accident, and there's a particular problem in a particular site. Uh, that There may be a recommendation coming from the coroner that the local authority or some state agency needs to address the issue. There's no mechanism in place for those recommendations then to be implemented. So I think that's a very obvious change that can be made. The appointments of coroners is something that has to be looked at as well. But I think that the notion of having a chief coroner's office to bring consistency across all of the coroners, because they're all independent, and having that consistency right. giving and administrative support. And on the pay support. issue briefly before I go to Verona Murphy. Yeah, I think obviously it has to be restore dealt with. Uh, any any uh, sector that hasn't had their pay restored should have the pay restored. All right. Verona Murphy, on the on those two issues, recommendations uh, and uh, I would pay. concur absolutely. We need to restore the pay, but I think far more importantly, we need to act and implement the recommendations that are made at inquests. I had the unfortunate occasion to sit at an inquest in 2003 where two children had been killed in a road traffic accident. The recommendation from that coroner's court was that the T-junction from a national road or from a minor road onto a national road be turned into a roundabout. It took 10 years and several non-fatal accidents later. So I think it's primary, far more beneficial that these recommendations, because there's in-depth analysis, roads are closed for up to 24 hours so that these things can be investigated, but far more beneficial that we implement the recommendations of coroner's courts and inquests than actually looking at reducing speed limits that are not going to be policed. I think it's primary that we implement the recommendations of inquests. And on the pay issue? I think yes, absolutely. Look, we know that we're in a pay restoration period. Uh, Inflation, apart from everything else, it's, it's something that is necessary. This is a very serious service. It deals with all unnatural debts and it is a primary source of information and must operate must operate to its maximum. All right. Uh, to find, briefly and finally to you, Martin Aidan, what happens to this report? So the Joint Oireachtas Committee report, which is an all-party report, goes to the Minister. Um, the Minister considers it uh, as part of the o- overall process in terms of uh, looking at the uh, public consultation that's happening at the minute with everybody, as I said, who's had that lived experience with the coroner's court. So the Oireachtas Committee uh, report is important, but it's one piece of a jigsaw okay. that is all going together. And the Minister has an advisory committee that met on in October's meeting again in December. And once consultation finishes in January, we'll have... Um, further actions then by government. All right, that's all we have time for today.